sounds a lot like uh, the Velvet Underground. And then I found out not only their name, their logo, and their sound, all influenced by the Velvet Underground. So if you're if you're into the underground, you should be into the Black Angels. Um, so we're rocking and rolling for today. Good morning. Good morning, demons and ghouls. Uh, we are a little off our rocker today. We're feeling a little we're feeling a little strange, but we're still working at it. Coming up here, we got Negasonic Teenage Warhead by Monster Magnet. And uh, influenced by the comic book character, I believe. I don't know. Maybe not. But if you've seen the Deadpool movies, you know what I'm talking about. Here is Negasonic Teenage Warhead by Monster Magnet from their debut album, Dopes to Infinity. All right, that was Liz Fair with X-Ray Man. And coming up next is Queen with One Vision because that's the kind of world we believe in. All right, the JXL remix of A Little Less Conversation by Elvis Presley. Uh, I don't know if you can see the reflection in the window right now, but there's a little bit of excitement down here at 612 Dundas. As per usual, in most of these situations, I'd really like to thank the Middlesex London Health Unit, the uh, EMTs and the ambulance drivers, and I'd also like to thank London Police Services. Not always a perfect job, but they do their best, and usually when they're out front of our store here or in this area, they're, uh, they're doing pretty good. They're doing pretty good for a pretty tough job, so I'd like to thank them both. And uh, right now, everybody needs a little bit more love in their life, I think. It's getting tough. So here's Where You Get Love by Matthew Sweet. Matthew Sweet, fair fan. (sighs) Sorry. Matthew Sweet, Where You Get Love. Um, I definitely take my guidance from the force. That's sort of my, you know, all-encompassing belief. And... uh, we need more love on the streets of London. Here, we're, we're switching the tone a little bit here. And we're going to play a song that um, is a celebration of everyone. I think we should be celebrating everyone in all life. This is Fanfare for the Common Man by Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. All right. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer live. I don't know if you noticed it, but I love how they left Keith Emerson's little mistake there at the end. He, uh fumbled a bit but i like it that's what makes live music great hearing those little things now this next uh we're gonna do uh, a twofer here we're gonna do a twofer with Jimi hendrix i'm gonna play hey joe and i'm gonna play voodoo child slight return and do you know why i'm doing a twofer of Jimi hendrix today unfortunately or uh, i don't know how you want to look at it but today is the 50th anniversary of Jimi hendrix's death um he joined the 27 Club today with Jim Morrison, with Janis Joplin, eventually joined by Kurt Cobain. Um, the 27 Club is not a good one. Um, but so, uh, yeah, this is in tribute to uh, Jimi Hendrix, one of the greatest guitar players, one of the most original songwriters of all time. 
an incredible man suffering from addictions and uh that sounds pretty familiar for uh for london at least this area of london so in commemorating the greatness of Jimi hendrix here's hey joe and voodoo child's light return all right hallowed be thy name by iron maiden and during the course of that song i got a great story at first, there was a young woman that came into the store wearing Iron Maiden shirt, and I thought I'd put on some Iron Maiden for her, and no reaction whatsoever. I was hoping for a little street cred. I was hoping for a little, like, yeah, we get each other. But nope, she didn't notice at all, so that was a little disappointing. But then, I don't know if you saw it. I hope the camera picked it up. As the song was playing, a woman walked by, and she had a little little dude with her, and that little dude was like, as he walked by the door, because like we play the music outside the door, and he was like, yeah, and he got really excited as he walked by, and then after they passed, he like went back to being a normal little dude, but that was pretty cool. Uh, up next, we have Hit So Hard by Hole. All right. Hit So Hard by Hole. I'm still thinking about that little dude that just passed by who was rocking out to Iron Maiden. I really appreciate that dude. And, and little dude, this song's for you, man. No matter what they tell you, no matter what happens, whether they tell you that music's satanic or awful or whatever, no matter what, don't you stop believing, little dude. Because the music is here for you, and you are here for the music. All right, don't stop believing. Um, the lyrics maybe aren't entirely appropriate to Little Dude, but we got one more song for Little Dude. I'm going to do one more song for Little Dude. This is Rock Superstar, because that kid, he's going to become a rock superstar, I think. I hope. I hope he does. And uh, I promise this will be the last one in tribute to Little Dude. And that is Pepper by the Butthole Surfers. Um, while I have an opportunity at the moment, I'd like to send uh, a shout out out there to uh, to all the people working for London Cares and who are out on the streets uh, helping people out there who need it. Um, because without you, I don't know where the city would be and you guys are doing your best to keep it all together. And so I really want to thank you for being out there and helping the people who need it most. Um, man, London cares. London does care. Um, if there's anybody out there from London cares who, uh, or anyone knows anyone from London cares or any volunteers, I'd love to get one of them on the show here so we could interview them and talk about the, uh, the state of London right now. I actually have a scheduled call on... Tuesday, I believe, with uh, Deputy Mayor and, and local councillor uh, Jesse Helmer. So I'm hoping to uh, hear a little bit of news from him. What I want to know is what is the City of London doing to uh, first and foremost help people with mental illness and addiction and suffering from homelessness? What are we doing to help people without homes? Um, and uh, you know, there's there's a balance between helping these people and uh, helping the businesses like us who are here where all this affects us. And uh, I'm not in politics. I I'm not I'm not a professional, so I don't know what can be done, but I'm hoping some professional can tell me that something is indeed happening. So to all the volunteers out there with London Care, helping the people on the streets and uh, and helping people with uh, all sorts of afflictions, we praise you. You are jewels and uh without you um 
I don't know what we do. So uh, you guys are the champions, and uh, I hope one day you guys set the world on fire. Here's David Bowie. All right, you will set the world on fire by David Bowie. Um, that's one of my favorites of his uh, newer releases. I guess he's been dead for a while, so they're not necessarily newer releases, but that was from his second last album, The Next Day. And uh, I have no story for that. I have this bad habit. That song was dedicated to London Cares. I have this bad habit of dedicating songs based on the title of the song or the chorus and uh, the the uh, verses, the rest of the lyrics don't necessarily match up with why I'm dedicating that song. So uh, I need to get better at that. Um, do most DJs do that? Do they Do they sort of have that issue? I'm going to work on that, though. I'm going to make sure that the songs, you know, all the lyrics make a difference. Uh, next up, we have Scenes from an Italian Restaurant by Billy Joel. This is one of my favorite Billy Joel songs, and one reason I really love Billy Joel, mainly classic Billy Joel, not 80s Billy Joel. Um, 80s Billy Joel is not bad, but it's kind of poppy. But like the older Billy Joel, he just told really, really great stories. Um, I feel like him and Bruce Springsteen are very similar that way. They tell great stories. So this is one of my favorite Billy Joel songs. This is Scenes from an Italian Restaurant. And let this take you back, even if you're not going back to the 50s, the, it's still... Um, the, uh, the feeling still evokes what it's like to be a teenager. And uh, weren't things simpler back then, I think. Maybe not for all people, but uh, yeah, here's Billy Joel. If you can... Go to your favorite Italian restaurant in the OEV. Or maybe not go, maybe order out. Because it's that time. Tony's is a great place. I highly recommend them. Here's uh, Somewhere Out There by Our Lady Peace. All right. That's Somewhere Out There by Our Lady Peace. And uh, I know you're out there, somewhere out there. Uh, please come home because we miss you. You know who I'm talking about. And... Uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. That was a little bit of Frank Sinatra talking about uh, how he wants to be remembered. And uh, the the uh, the gist of how he wants to be remembered is uh, someone who had a lot of friends and uh, made them happy. And uh, I know he did do that. I know Sinatra did do that. But he also pissed off a lot of people. And he could also be a real dick sometimes. Um, but uh, I love this story where uh, Sammy Davis Jr. was um, not doing well financially and, and Sinatra was always really good with his finances. So he went to Sinatra and asked him how to, how to better manage his money and Sinatra talked to him and Sinatra got him an accountant and his accountant went through everything with him and, and uh, Sammy Davis was known as giving very expensive gifts and the Sinatra and the accountant told him to stop spending so much money on gifts for one. Um, so much money on cocaine would probably be another, but uh, Sinatra did everything he could to help him get his finances under control. And uh, Sammy went to this accountant, talked to him, and a couple weeks later, Sinatra got something in the mail and he opened it up. And it was from Sammy Davis Jr. and it said, Thanks for all the great advice. And it was a $30,000 gold Rolex. So, uh, yeah, sometimes no matter what you do, people just don't hear you. Um, here's Strangers in the Night, which uh, I really don't want to become strangers with someone, but 
I don't know what's going to happen. Like I said, please come home, dude. We miss you. Here's Strangers in the Night by Frank Sinatra. I did it again, didn't I? I, uh, I dedicated a song to somebody based on the title of the song, and uh, the lyrics didn't quite fit. But the my heart is there. The You get the point, I think, I hope, and uh, I'll try and get better at that. Um, it's not that I don't know the verses or the lyrics. I just don't think about it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think on the fly here, and uh, sometimes it doesn't always work. Um, this next song is uh, a really great song by a band called Tito and Tarantula. They were, or the song was originally featured in the movie From Dust Till Dawn, where they, where they played this song, and uh, Selma Hayek's character, Satanica Pandemonium, danced to it. And uh, I remember that fried my, my brain when I saw it, if you know what I mean. So this is After Dark by Tito and Tarantula, and uh, we'll move on from there, of course. Um, come on down to the Mystic Bookshop if you're looking for spiritual uplifting because that's what we do here and Mary, our proprietor, is incredibly good at doing that. So come on down to 612 Dundas Street in London, Ontario. Call 519-661-0666 or go to www.themysticbookshop.ca and you can order stuff and uh, come and pick it up. Uh, and here's After Dark by Tito and Tarantula. All right, Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. Makes you kind of question what kind of changes do you need to make? And uh, no despairing comments about Michael Jackson. Anyway, here's uh, an old punk band called Death with You're a Prisoner. Is rock dead? You tell me. Um, I know rock has had... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Rock has had... Uh, a lot of trials and tribulations over the last couple of years. Um, perhaps it is dead. I don't know. But I think rock is something that, uh, A, always comes back. And B, like I was saying the other day, everything's rock and roll to me. Um, to quote Billy Joel. Um, so, yeah. Is rock dead? Go to www.twitch.tv backslash mystic window media and uh, get in the uh, the comments and reactions there and let me know what you think. Uh, is rock dead? And uh, you can also see us and view us and, you know, maybe you're there right now watching us and viewing us but uh, or listening to us but also at www.themysticbookshop.ca you can get all your spiritual mystical needs that you have in London and uh, if we don't have it we can point you in the direction of where you can get it and uh, or we'll get it in for you but we're pretty good at recommending other stores in town so uh, come on in and if we can't have it we can point you in the right direction uh, we're at 612 Dundas Street in London, Ontario you can call us at 519-661-0666 or you can order whatever you need on that website. And every day we're adding more and more and more. And one day, one day, one day, we will have an, our entire stock on the website. And I pray for that day because adding stock into a database is not fun. And I'm here with you four hours a day. So what do you think the other hours of the day I'm doing? That's right. Uh, so, yeah blessings be if you if you come on into the store and uh give us your patronage be a patron 
don't be patronizing uh here is best i've ever had gray sky morning by vertical horizon remember that song it's a little bit of an old one and then we got a bit of a theme with the song right after that one you tell me what that theme is and then we're going to change it up a bit so here's vertical horizon with best i ever had gray sky morning Hmm. and uh look who that is that is dakota that's Dakota, our bookstore beagle, enjoying a, a little chew, a little bone, having a good time. If you'd like to meet Dakota, Dakota loves meeting new people. So come on down to the store at 612 Dundas and uh, get whatever you need. Take a look at whatever you're interested in or learn whatever you need to learn. But uh, Dakota will be here waiting for you. Um, if you get here and she's still chewing her bone, maybe leave her alone because while she's still harmless, she thinks she thinks she's a fierce hunter and she'll uh, she'll bark. But it's a it's a playful bark. So don't mind her. But uh, come on down whenever you can. Give us a call. Go to the website. Uh, get what you need to help you through these difficult times. Here's Rob Zombie with What Lurks on Channel X. Enjoy. All right, Rob Zombie. And now we have coming up uh, an old classic from uh, Guns N' Roses. And uh, I never used to think when I was younger I was a fan of Guns N' Roses. And then one day I realized um, I've seen Guns N' Roses live more than any other band. And uh, I don't really know how that happened. It was like people inviting me to concerts and stuff like that. And I, you know, I kept going and I was always like, I don't mind Guns N' Roses, but, you know, I, I would never go buy tickets to their concerts. And then and then suddenly I get invited all the time and I'm going and I love these shows and the concerts were amazing. Like, really, some of the best concerts I've ever seen in my life. And uh, even during the years after, you know, the original lineup broke up and it was like Axl Rose touring with a bunch of musicians um, uh, as, you know, in in the band. And uh, there were always these rumors that like Axl Rose sounded like shit and he couldn't sing anymore. But every concert I ever went to, that dude gave 110 percent and sounded awesome. And uh, the best one I ever went to was when Buckethead was in the band and... uh, Axel was gracious enough, I suppose, to allow much of the show to focus on Buckethead. And man, that dude can play a guitar. Um, So yeah, I ended up eventually realizing that, yeah, I'm a fan of Guns N' Roses. And this is a pretty good song we're about to play. It's one of my favorites. And um, I don't know. It seems like things in the States might be heading towards a civil war let's hope not and let's hope uh some of the lessons espoused in these lyrics um will be ones heeded by our neighbors down south what we've got here is failure to communicate that's a tough one you know on the one hand uh, being American is great. <laughs> you know, we have good food, and I, I'm, I have shoes, and my biggest problem every day is, like, what am I going to eat today? Not if I'm going to eat. You know, amongst the almost unlimited array of opportunities, you know, what am I going to do? And uh, uh, life is quite good, and uh, yet um, 
I think an argument can be made and has been made that um, we are at the vanguard of advocating the most potentially destructive way to live that can be imagined. Uh, in, uh, and I mean that in two ways. One is just psychological, and that is that uh, we are a culture that happens to value things that are not realistically attainable for the average person. And in so doing, render self-esteem uh, impossible to acquire for too many of our citizens. And so one of my main concerns, and it's really one that goes back, it's not original, Becker had it and, and folks before him had it, and that is that Despite the great material benefits that a capital-based economy affords us and that none of us should uh, be hesitant to recognize or appreciate, that the psychological costs are immensely high. Uh, because when the goal is unlimited wealth, then if you think about it for a moment, no one can ever be successful in that regard. So our standards are unattainable. And because we teach our citizens that if you, if you weren't an idiot and if you tried hard enough, you too could be rich and famous, when that turns out not to be the case, the average person blames, blames themselves and suffers the psychic uh, consequences accordingly. And so that's, uh, I think, a, a daunting problem. And I think it's compounded by the fact that in our own history now, we're probably at the first moment where it's not the case that kids are of necessity going to do better than their parents. You know, I think in every generation so far in American history, you can at least be comforted by the fact that wherever your folks got, you were going to get a little better. And I, I see our kids as really in the psychic ringer because there's rising expectations in a world of diminishing opportunities. And I, I see a lot of kids uh, as psychic casualties of that rather difficult conundrum. So that's one of my concerns is just psychologically speaking, we don't have a set of values in place that renders it acceptable to just be a person of integrity. If you're not rich, if you're not famous, if you're not thinner than a piece of linguine and permanently young, uh, then you've got a problem here. My, my other concern just has to do with the more material consequences of uh, the way that we conduct ourselves uh, as a culture. And this is kind of a long story, and it may or may not ultimately come down to considerations that pertain to death denial. But one argument that uh, is rather radical, but we should at least consider it, is that uh, our approach to life juxtaposed with the Judeo-Christian tradition, when you take a, a free market, capital-based economy where the goal is to make as much cash as possible, and you juxtapose that with the, the, the Judeo-Christian worldview, which is God created us in His image, and then put everything here for us to use at our leisure. We are, after all, here, according to Genesis, to dominate you know, everything that walks, everything that crawls, everything that flies. Uh, that Really, that's given us license to turn the earth into like a giant big lighter, to just use it our will and to dispose of accordingly. And uh, I don't think it's overly histrionic to note that Americans are responsible for a scandalous amount 
of environmental destruction and that we use a disproportionate amount uh, of non-renewable resources and that we seem to do so in cavalier disregard of the fact that this is highly problematic and completely contrary to world opinion uh, and that um, that may also be ultimately uh, in the service of death denial. It's only, I think, a naive death-denying creature that can with a straight face say we've got plenty of food, plenty of air, plenty of water, let's keep cutting down the rainforest, let's keep peeing in the pool, and let's keep puking toxic waste into the atmosphere because the economy needs to keep growing. But ironically the economy is an abstraction. Uh, whereas the physical world that we undermine in pursuit of continuing to expand it is quite real. All right. You know that uh, earlier I was speaking about Guns N' Roses concerts and um, going to some really great concerts by them. One particular concert I went to, actually the one I was referring to with uh, when Buckethead was playing guitar, um, Sebastian Bach opened for them. Not Johann Sebastian Bach, obviously, but um, Sebastian Bach from Skid Row opened up for them. And he came very, very, very close to wiping them off the face of the stage. He was incredible. Like, really, really good. I couldn't believe how good he was. And... Um, yeah, it was just like he totally had the crowd in his hand, and it was awesome and hilarious and uh, incredibly entertaining. And uh, sorry, I'm looking for something here. Where is it? There it is. Um, but uh, yeah, he was just awesome, and he was like so cheesy. He was like, I remember when I was 15 and I took the Spadina bus and everyone like loses their mind because Sebastian Bach was on the Spadina bus. Um, but he put on a great show. I don't even know who his band was, but he put on a great show and uh, it was like, it was really awesome. And I don't often get there in time for opening bands, but I was like, I want to see Sebastian Bach and I'm glad I did. So with that said, here's uh, Skid Row with uh one of their hit songs called youth gone wild this is this is a great tune check it out this is good old 80s hair metal with um one of canada's finest talents i'll say uh i've i've witnessed him being kind of a dick at times but uh yeah he the dude's got a good voice he still had it when i went to see him live and uh i've always enjoyed this band so here's skid row with youth gone wild the only weird thing about me identifying with that song is that I'm hardly a youth anymore. And, <clears throat> excuse me, that just uh, goes to show you that I guess you're always identifying with your youth. And hopefully I'm not aging myself. But hopefully there's somebody out there who identifies with that. Maybe youth. I don't know. I'm looking at her stats right now and there's only one person watching. Every time we're online, there's always one person watching. Who are you, mystery listener, viewer, whatever? Um, I'm here for you and, uh, and the people on the street, I guess there goes one right now. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, I, you know, if you want to, if you want to play the stadiums, you got to act like you're playing the stadium when you're only playing the club and no one's showing up. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm playing to the stadium. I hope you're enjoying it. Whoever you are, uh, mystery 
viewer who is always there. We appreciate it. Spread it around. Tell people about us and try and get some of your uh, acquaintances and friends and loved ones to uh, tune in. Because, you know, if I see that number tick up, who knows what I'll do? Who knows how excited I'll get it? Who knows what I'll do? But here I am playing to one person. And uh, whoever you are, you are my Wembley Arena. Here's just like paradise. Because if anyone's listening to you, it's paradise. This is Just Like Paradise by David Lee Roth. I messed that up a little bit there. Sorry about that. Steve on guitar. That's our proprietor being silly on camera. Hi, Mary. <laughs> Headbanger and guitar player for six and a half years. Ah. I do groups like... Wait a minute. Sixteen and a half. You're starting at ten and a half? Yeah, all right. I do groups like Metallica Slayer, Iron Maiden, Testament, Megadeth. No motorhead, I see. Love, hate, just about any good kick-ass metal band. My problem is... Since I'm black, other blacks put me down and say that I'm a disgrace to the killer. Tell them to shove it, boy. Jimi Hendrix did all right, remember? Pisses me off because my dad feels the same way. Most of the time we just tell these people to die off, but I don't know how to handle my dad. My mom is real cool about it. Well, women usually have more sense than men, I tell it. But what should I do about my dad? Uh... All right, you other man, because you might not be watching the TV because there's white people on it, you know. Being like that about another colour is the same as Hitler was about being Jewish and about other colours. You cannot be just one colour. If the bloody thing is ever going to work out properly, then we all have to intermarry and screw each other blind and, and get to be coffee-ish. But then we'd still find people that were lighter than those guys, right? You can't win with that one, but you can win by just doing it. Tell them to go to hell, right? They want to keep you safe and warm in the in the black community. And if the black community can't handle you, shove them. Go someplace else. Little Richard, when he had his first hits, he was ostracized completely, an outcast by the blacks. They all said, oh, he's sold out. He didn't sell out. He was playing the music he liked, and white people liked it. You know, should you be penalized? The great Lemmy Kilmister from Motorhead and prior to that from Hawkwind. I recommend listening to some early Hawkwind when Lemmy was a part of the band. Uh, Despite despite his questionable character, he was a bit of a wise man. And uh, yeah, so we're in our last half hour of being open today. So if you need anything, come on down to 612 Dundas Street. Give us a call at 519-661-0666 or go to the mysticbookshop.ca and order whatever you need. Um, but we'll be here at least for the next half hour to serve you if you uh, require some uh, spiritual guidance, some some things to help you on your mystical journey. We are here for you and we always will be. 
so you got half an hour to come on down and uh, get what you need. In the meantime, we're going to play a song called Tweeter and the Monkey Man. And this is by the Canadian band The Headstones. And it's a cover of, do you remember the Traveling Wilburys? The Traveling Wilburys was a super group that had Roy Orbison and Tom Petty and George Harrison from the Beatles. And then there was another guy that I can never remember. And no one I talk to can remember him. And I feel really bad because he's like the that guy of the group. Um, but if you know who the other mystery guy in the Traveling Wilburys was, uh, you know, send us a message on Facebook. Uh, send us a message on Twitter, send us a message on Instagram, go to www.twitch.tv backslash mystic window media and, uh, join the comments and reactions there. Let me know. Do you know who the other mystery guy in the traveling Wilburys was? I'm not talking about Roy Orbison. I'm not talking about Tom Petty. I'm not talking about George Harrison. There might even been two guys i can't think of right now maybe i'll look them up while we're playing these songs but anyway this is tweeter and the monkey man a great song by the traveling wilburys covered here by canada's the headstones enjoy all right tweeter and the monkey man by the headstones so i looked it up while we were off there or while i was off there and i'm a little embarrassed to admit the person i always forget who was in the traveling wilburys was bob dylan the bob dylan how do you forget that guy but uh, as far as I know, he didn't sing a whole lot of their songs. So, you know, it's that voice that's always indescribably Bob Dylan. But Bob Dylan was a member of the Traveling Wilburys. And the other guy, there was indeed two guys, was Jeff Lynne from Electric Light Orchestra. And I mean, ELO was all right. But you got George Harrison. You got Tom Petty. You got Roy Orbison. You got Bob Dylan. And then the guy from ELO, Jeff Lynne. Yeah whatever he's hell of a lot more talented than i am uh so we're going to do a couple of uh pining for a woman songs uh we or pining well yeah pining for a woman we got breathe by melissa etheridge and then judy staring at the sun by Catherine wheel and uh, we might even make it to maggie may by ron stewart but i'll be back before we go so enjoy these songs because uh, i know i do that's why they're on their, my playlist I'm the DJ. I am what I play, right? Here we go. Melissa Etheridge. All right, folks. We are closed now, unfortunately. Our hours are 1 to 5 p.m., and we are done for the day. So if you want, need anything, if you need anything spiritual, if you need anything occultish, if you need a book, if you need some incense, if you need whatever, come on by. Tomorrow we'll be open again 1 to 5. We will have tarot reader Mel Bright here with us, and she will do a reading for you. If you come in person and shop in the store and then decide to get her services, it's only $20. $20. That's a pretty good deal because if you get her services online where she does recordings for you and stuff like that, she charges at least 30 So if you come into the store and get a tarot reading tomorrow, it's a, it's a pretty good deal for 20 bucks. So Mel Bright, she will change your life. Believe me, I've, I've been there and my life has been changed. So come on in tomorrow for any of your needs and get a tarot reading from Mel Bright for 20 bucks. We are out of here, but if you need anything in the meantime, go to the mysticbookshop.ca. Uh, that's not actually a link you can click, but I mean, you can type in the URL and get there. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of our stock online. We're working every day to get more and more, but come on down tomorrow, 612 Dundas Street in London, Ontario. 
Call us at 519-661-0666 or, once again, visit that website at www.themysticbookshop.ca or get in touch somehow. Email us at themysticbookshop at gmail.com and let us know what you want that maybe you know we don't have and we will get it for you. So we are here for you. We are here to support your needs. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to play Maggie May now by Rod Stewart, and we'll be playing a bunch of songs until we're out of here. There'll be a little bit of downtime before we get that uh, Through the Mystic Window camera back on again. And uh, over the next 24 hours or whatever, uh, not quite 24 hours, 20 hours before we open up again, we will be featuring Hunter S. Thompson's The Gonzo Tapes. Have you ever read Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Do you not believe most of that happened? Well, you know, he recorded everything he did. He had a tape recorder everywhere he went. And if you listen to the Gonzo tapes, those famous scenes from the book that you remember, you'll hear a lot of them. And uh, it's pretty fascinating that it's real. And uh, I think next week when I do uh, After Hours at the Mystic, uh, the show's called Night Shift. It'll be next Thursday at 8 p.m. till whenever uh maybe i'll do some readings from fear and loathing and play some more of those clips and uh a whole bunch of other stuff but that's next thursday at 8 p.m with night shift after hours at the mystic and i will be here after hours so here's rod stewart with maggie may and then a bunch of other fun songs afterwards until we switch it over to the automatic system thanks for tuning in i really appreciate it there's been a bunch of you today can't believe anyone's even listening to me. It warms the cockles of my heart, to quote Dennis Leary. Anyway, here's Maggie May by Rod Stewart and a couple other tracks. Take care, have a good day, and we'll see you tomorrow, 1 to 5 p.m., with Mel Bright doing tarot readings. Cheers. <laughs>